0: As Klaus von Klauswitz once said, pursue one great decisive aim with force and determination. Whatever it is you choose to do, be extraordinary in performing it better than anyone else. Pick one thing and do it with force and determination. Have a maniacal focus, have vision, have a clear visual of where you want to be and what you're willing to do to accomplish it. Welcome to Harfax Fitness episode 41, guys. Uh, one of the reasons why I decided to pick this quote was because as of late, I've been getting a lot of DMs from people from all over the country, sharing their experience, sharing their issues, sharing whatever health problems they have. Uh, as you guys know, uh, Team Amino, Pure INC Integrative Nutritional Coaching, has we have our own nutritional pro- program uh, aimed to help people lose body fat, gain muscle, whatever it is that your goal is, we have different programs for you. Uh, we use a very... Uh, precise method of analyzing hormone balance, nutrition, digestion, etc., etc., and we tend to dive into those intricacies before we actually start your journey, but a lot of the things that we are actually been getting is basically people complaining about being overweight, having A1C, uh, skyrocketed A1C levels in their blood work, uh, not being the healthiest that they can be. And a lot of people come to us and basically share their stories and they want to know how, how, how can I, how can I get, be better? And immediately the one thing that comes to mind is, and I always ask them, you know, are you ready for extraordinary amount of work? Because the way that I see your image, your pictures, and the way that your, your blood work looks, it's going to take a lot of bad habits that need to be fixed. And that is where I think most, most people get stuck in. Uh, it's very difficult for people to break old, bad habits. And one of the things that I always tell people is like, you need to meet, make sure that you're obsessive about your goal. And I've had about over the last couple of months, about 15 clients and I'm down to about 10. And I think the reason behind is because a lot of them just tend to drop and you kind of get an idea, which, which ones are the ones that are going to drop. Um, most of the ones that dropped are within two to three weeks. Number one, uh, they complain that they can't eat the same food every day. They complain that they can't eat eggs or they can't eat chicken or can't eat this and can't eat that. And they give themselves a 1,001 reasons why they can't do something. And one of the things that I always tell them is like, look, I'm not going to babysit you. You need to have focus. You did not get to where you're at right now with your health markers by being disciplined. So the first thing we wanna teach you is discipline in eating and we can modify your foods, but you, you're gonna to have to understand that there's a reason why we pick the foods that we picked, whether it's inflammation that we're trying to take down, whether it's cortisol that we're trying to lower, whatever the markers, the health markers that you're actually f- being failing in, if you wanna call it that, we're, tr- we're gonna to try to fix that. So I'm noticing that a lot of people, are not focusing on themselves. And we live in a society nowadays where everybody wants to sugarcoat everything and it needs to be very sensitive in the way that they approach people. Um, I, even myself, I get criticized for being a little too blunt sometimes and to the point, but I feel that sometimes people, we need it because we live in a society that basically lives on Instagram, lives on social media and lives through the eyes of somebody else right? We, we are not in the best shape of our lives because we made a choice that we don't want that. There's programs out there. There's help out there. The time that you spend playing a video game, you can spend researching like we do, like a lot of us do. Um, if you're listening to this podcast today, you're one of those people that always has a zest for learning. And I think it's important for you to understand that coaches can teach you things as you progress and you go through your own journey, but only you can execute. We can't force you to do things that you don't want to do. So the moral of the story today for my introduction, which is a little longer than expected, is really to focus on the things that you want to accomplish and really be relentless. Be relentless in accomplishing the things that you want to accomplish. Be relentless in your goals and, be, and have that vision that you are willing to do whatever it takes because you understand, you understand that it's going to take a lot of work and effort. If you can't have that vision, then you are going to set yourself up for failure. And a lot of people that quit within a week or two weeks is the reason why they are where they're at. Only you have the ability to make changes in your own life. And that is applicable to anything in life, whether it's business, your personal relationship, your fitness goals, whatever it is. And one of the things that I believe fitness teaches people is discipline and being relentless. Every coach that I've spoken to, every elite coach that I've spoken to, every athlete that I've spoken to has that mentality. I am going to be relentless in accomplishing my goal. Whether you compete or not, I think it's applicable to anybody. And once you learn that craft, you can grab that craft and be applicable. And it can be applicable to anything you do in life. So again, that's something that I wanted to share with you guys. And the message is be relentless in your goals, whatever it is that you're trying to do. Uh, If you have questions with regards to uh, coaching, nutrition, functional, whatever it is, we have a lot of material that we put out for free. Um, I actually have, uh, I always post questions and answers at least once or twice a week. Use those portals. Uh, as, as, a mean, as a method of asking questions that you are inquiring about. And because I'm, I'm going to stop answering DMs if you can't use those portals because I just get bombarded with DMs on a daily basis. So I'd rather take all the questions and answer them once and then move on instead of answering everybody individually. So it's going to make it easier for me as well. So that being said, guys, the message again, be relentless in your goals. Look at yourself. You're only competing with yourself. And always, always, always be better than you were yesterday. Always, day after day, month after month, year after year. Today's podcast, episode forty-one, with Trey Buffree uh, from B Opposite Twenty Three. Actually, at Nutrition Coaching. What a wonderful episode we had. We have in store for you guys today. We covered everything: functional PVs, uh stories that he has been through, things that he knows about. Uh, i think we're gonna have a week. you're gonna have a really good time listening to this podcast and i, I, I know i'm gonna have to bring Trey back uh, just such a wealth of knowledge and information we we decided we're gonna do a master's class together with some of the better coaches in in the country i believe are the better coaches in the country and we're gonna put it together and i think you're gonna enjoy it. With that being said welcome to episode 41 with Trey. Hey guys, welcome to episode 41 of Hard Fitness brought to you by Team Amino Pure and Amino Pure. Wanted to touch base with you guys real quick. Um, it's been a minute since I've been on here on Hard Fitness and we have a special guest today. We'll definitely dive into that. Just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an update with regards to what ha- we've been actually up to over the last couple of weeks here. Uh, we released, uh, as you guys know, turkestron. Ter- ter- the, the actual results for turkestron have been great. They've been coming in as of late. Uh, it's been picking up tremendously. We release uh, estrogen metabolizer, liposomal chase berries coming uh, over the next week. This is a matter of getting the marketing together. Uh, we're launching uh, Minopure Labs, which is going to be geared primarily towards the, uh, the the supplement, the pharmaceutical supplement line. We're finishing the webpage now. Uh, so, hopefully, within the next three weeks and four weeks, that'll be launched. So we are putting a pretty large marketing campaign to really like dial this in. Uh, we are growing exponentially. I mean, I just hired two people to come on board, I'll open up an office office here in the Pacific Northwest to help with shipping, to help with answering questions. The reason is because I, 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 I just, I'm swamped <laughs> uh, and I just can't do it all. So uh, it's going to be much easier for me to focus on growing the business and actually providing you guys as much material as we can diving a little bit more into the knowledge, Uh, getting people like Trey, who's on here today, to discuss his own experiences on running pads and insulin sensitivity, which is a topic of discussion today. But providing you guys with the most amount of information so that you guys can make intelligent decisions in terms of how to bridge that gap between health and fitness and take it from people that have actually had the experience that have been there, done that, and then some, so you guys can make the best decision. Our, our goal at hard, fast fitness is not to judge anybody. Our goal is to educate as much as we can so that you guys can make an intelligent decision on what's ideal for you. I know a lot of times we get a lot of people asking me, I get a lot of questions on, on Instagram all the time. It's like, how much insulin should I run? I, I'm not going to tell you that because, you know, I, I believe that insulin, for example, is a, it's a, um, is a very, very, um, difficult. I don't want to say difficult. It's it's very dangerous if you don't know what you're doing. And and even for people that are experienced, for example, you know, I had a guy tell me like one time I thought I was injecting GH and it was actually my insulin. And I injected so much. And then here I am going to the kitchen looking for carbs to like eat as much carbs to offset it. So it is something that even pros make mistakes at. So let alone somebody that's a novice, it's not for everyone. But at the same time, you know, it does have a place. Everything everything we always discuss here on our channel, on our podcast has a place for the right people. So our goal is to bridge the gap between health and fitness. And that's really what we do and what we actually been known for. So with that being said, I wanna introduce my special guest today. Trey Buffery from B Opposite. How are you, Trey? What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing well. So talk to me a little bit about, I mean, we, I know that we were going back and forth and um, with your with your, your your coaching and your approach, but talk to me a little bit more about your company, what you guys do, and then we can dive a little bit more on your your experience, actually, how you got started yeah. into all of this.
1: Yeah, so I started coaching when I was 18. So I've actually been bodybuilding since 13, was a wrestler, was going to go to D1 college. And gave up wrestling just to pursue bodybuilding. Um, spent 16 to 20 getting ready for my first bodybuilding show. Did a natural show. And then um, based on what my goals were, I jumped pretty quick to the more the enhanced side. Um, and that's what kind of created an upward spiral, but then a downward spiral once we got to it. So normal stuff like your normal starting cycle. So testosterone and D-ball, it's a normal starting cycle. Everyone's going on. Your own maybe not now, at least that's not what I prescribe to anyone or would hypothetically recommend, but that was started for me. And honestly, as anyone knows, like the longer you do this, the more you're going to take eventually. Um, and as I got more in depth with like coaching and working with other coaches and trying to expand my business, which now I work with competitors, um, but I go more towards like anyone, more like functional side, the functional side of performance enhancement, as I call it. So do you want to cover gut and hormones and stuff? Great, we'll do that. But if you're wanting, if you're gonna be a competitor, we're gonna have more of a functional t- uh, type of thing with it. And what that means is we're gonna be hammering digestive health. We're gonna be hammering your bloods, and not just hey your lipids are high. We're gonna do this. I always ask for everyone all of your bloods you've ever had because a lot of times we uh, get correlations of things over time.
0: Patterns Pat- patterns are important. I always talk to people about that because yep. you can have somebody that genetically has high um um bun levels right bun levels and genetically that's just the way that they always run or their creatine levels are pretty high all the time so when you typically see something like that what i tell my clients my 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 coaching clients is do you always run high creatine and i had one actually that said yeah i've since ever since i've actually remembered even before i was running performance enhancing drugs i've always had high levels of creatinine. So then it's something that I don't really worry too much about because yep. I just know that they typically run those levels a little higher. So um, it's definitely very important. So yeah, I'm glad that you actually nailed that.
1: Yeah. Like I'm the same way. So like what I've started switching to is going to more like a statin C instead of like uh, kidneys, calculate a new EGFR. EGFR. It'd be the same thing for like lipids. So like with me, I constantly stay at an HDL 20 or below, even when I was a teenager, like before doing anything. And that's just a genetic thing particle size is fine, echo and EKG and calcium score is fine, everything else is fine. So that's one of those markers where I've always understood, hey, particle size is fine, everything else is fine. That's not that big, big of a deal. It's not optimal, but we're also looking at LDL as well, triglycerides. Filtrate,
0: sorry to interject, for people that don't know, and we get a lot of people that are newbies, I guess in a way, explain to, explain to them what EGFR is.
1: It so your filtration rate for your kidneys, so – Um, basically just how well it's going to filtrate, but the biggest thing, most people are always going to go by what the optimal blood marker is on the doctor scale. So once anyone from me starts getting close to that 65 or even lower than that, I tend to be concerned, but with that, I'm looking at other things. I'm not just thinking, Oh, what's your EGFR? Where's your creatinine and bun? Well, with that, were you hydrated for the test to begin with? Uh, did you take at least two to three days off from training? What were you running? Um, Where's your AM cortisol and your adrenals at? Because all of that is going to be affected. Um,
0: that is so important. You're like nailing yeah. so many things because we, a lot of times what, what people do is they look at the EGFR or even the creatine levels and they're like, my creatine levels are high. Well, yeah, you are working out. So yeah. it, genetic, typically when you work out, your creatine levels are going to be elevated. Yeah. So this if the Same thing thinking, with liver. Same thing with liver. So the same thing with liver. So when you're actually doing blood work and I had a client of mine actually just do this recently. He said- I'm going to do my blood work. And and he has uh, his uh, hemoglobin was about 59. I think it's 59, 60. It's a little high. So I, I told him, you know, what? you're not, you're, it's not bad, but I think you would benefit from donating blood because he was feeling a little fatigued. So I said, you know, you're at that level where I like to see, you know, you donate blood just to make sure that you're feeling much better. If he feels much better. But what, what I told him is take two days off from training. He goes, why? I said, because you're gonna, you're going to, you're going to have, Uh, high creatinine levels, your EGFR is going to be affected, your liver ransom is going to be affected. We want to see where your baseline is really at,
1: right? So it's interesting
0: because I don't see many coaches that actually tell you to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Like everyone, it's like a mandatory thing. You start with me, we're getting bloods before you touch anything. So if you're enhanced, well, you're going to be running a cruise, a true TRT and true TRT isn't the 250 to 300. It's, I have guys that only run 50 to hundred. It's whatever you're total test is i want you to be 600 to 900 total test I want your free test to be in a good spot but with, with the bloods you're going to take two to three days off from training cardio everything i want you to pound water that morning and i do want you to be completely fast i, I ask for 12 hours because i want a true facet number because yeah. i'm not just doing your normal cmp cbc i'm doing reverse T3. I'm doing facet, uh, insulin levels. I'm doing every single thing. I added nice. in GGT for glutathione. Like there's a lot of things that I'm tracking that a lot of people either don't think to grab, or maybe it's not as important to them. So that's like a key thing to grab because like what you brought up with like the blood viscosity, I'm on the other end of the spectrum. I couldn't tell you the last time I told anyone to donate and I'm very anti donating. Cause there's actually some stuff that shows that it will regenerate faster. Mm-hmm. Instead, what I'm gonna look at is well, were you hydrate? No, I didn't drink anymore. Yeah. Okay, well, that's that in there. Regardless if you're running like PEDs, most people are on an ARB with me, so telemastartin that's usually gonna take care of it. If they're not gonna do that, then we can look at something like an IP six and maybe a fruit flow with it. It's to even what an IP six is because I'm, I'm pretty sure so That's I'm... a chillator, so right. it's chiller basically. So I will use it sometimes. I've since went with uh just telemasartin altogether. But some very cheap options, or maybe those are hard safer. to get for, for gem people. Yeah, safer option would be like a fruit flow, for example, which is going to help with the widening and um, in terms of blood viscosity there. But a lot of times, anytime I'm seeing a hematocrit and stuff or hemoglobin or anything being off, it goes back to hydration. And hydration isn't just water, it's electrolytes as well. And that's, him. that's all stuff I'm going to cover first. And we will take it from there but that's like my initial spill like we get blood work take your time off cuz i want to see what your true markers are and then we just progress from there
0: nice so one of the i mean you're hitting a lot of things that are really really good because i think the biggest misconception when people say and doctors will do this all the time right they run your blood levels and they look at they're looking at what what stands out as red yeah they don't even look at the number They don't even look at, you can be 199 on your cholesterol and because it's within range and it came out green, you're okay. Uh, No, not really. You're not okay. You're borderline. I mean, you're like, you're basically a little, you're high. You're really high in a spectrum on cholesterol.
1: So I was the same thing with like thyroid cortisol. Absolutely. I have an optimal range for everything, like of what my optimal is. And my optimal is probably different than other coaches, what's optimal for them. So like, like, if you pull up a cortisol number number, you might see someone that's like a eight. Well, it's fine on the blow work. Maybe other coaches that don't pay attention to that. I know when I was 20, I didn't really think about that because at that time the functional stuff wasn't really around. Right. But now if you're not in that, preferably that 11 or 12 to 15 AM cortisol, then we need to start working on it. Um, And, but we're also trying to find all the correlations. Like there's at times that not everybody can grab that stuff. So, um, you look at things for like SHBG to look at like cortisol, like go back to like the, uh, range, like AM insulin or facet insulin that goes up to 20 before you're off the spectrum. But even then the doctors really don't pay attention to that. I'll give you an example with me. When my health went to a turn, mine got as high as 45 to 50 and was a type two diabetic and doctors didn't want to do anything because my um facet um <clears throat> blood glucose was still 80 to 90 but the whole time they're not realizing i'm taking insulin to keep that there right i'm hammering metformin but that's not fixing it that is true insulin that's a, that's resistance
0: a, that, that's a that's putting a that's putting a band-aid i always say tell people yep. you're putting a band-aid on the problem because i i do the same thing so when i look at high glucose i had a client of, uh one of my clients uh she's a female and i looked at her and i'm like okay, you're very fit. You 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 take care of yourself. Why in the world do you high, high glu- fasted glucose levels? I mean, you're not extremely high, but you're 95. And she says, I read 95 consistently. I said, okay, let's, let's keep looking at it. And I said, why didn't you do a cortisol, an uh, 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 AM cortisol test, right? She goes, I don't, what is that? I said, oh, uh, we need to find out. Keep in mind, folks, whenever cortisol and your fasted glucose are going to be right there. If your cortisol levels elevated, your, your, your actual glucose, your fasted glucose, it is going to be elevated. And I have seen it, and tell me how what you have experienced, right? I have even seen that when people, and I tell them the same thing. I tell my people, make sure that you, you fasted and make sure you drink a ton of water. And even though they drink a ton of water, that insulin levels, the glucose levels are still high. And yeah. I believe, and then I believe it's because of, of, of uh, cortisol. AM. So I actually told her, do just a cortisol test, okay? It, it's it's about sixty bucks. Do a cortisol test. We know your glucose is consistently high, right? She did, and her cortisol level came up at nineteen to twenty, not extremely high, but high. I've been yeah. off the charts. I've been off the charts at twenty
1: four. I got a guy with forty right now. So, that's oh my goodness, they're ready down. to. North. Ooh, yeah. I was and at twenty six. It goes back to like with that hydration thing. Like, it's not just water. It's electrolytes. It's your sodium, potassium, it's your magnesium. It's hammering right. all of that. Uh, with the cortisol thing, you could be someone that has, like, the dawn effect. So, you, basically, you pump out glucose in the middle of the night. Maybe we need to look at that. Maybe we run something like a Dutch test. That's not something I run all the time with people just because that's expensive. not really my field house as much. Yeah. But that's always an option to look at. It's but we also a great need to look test, at, like,
0: right? It's such a great test. But, but number one, it's expensive, and most people don't want to spend the money because I always right. say to people – Plan on spending at least 800 or $800, 900 That's because you, if you do a pre, it's going to tell me everything that – you're. it's going to tell me all your pathways. It's going to tell me all your hormone pathways. It's going to tell me how your adrenals are functioning. It's going to tell me everything, right? And I, I can read a Dutch test. I'm not super experienced like some people are uh, because it's very convoluted. But at the same time, I can read it. Yeah. At the same time, it makes it, – it doesn't serve you a purpose to run a pre unless you're going to run a post. Because right. you, you want to know that everything that we put in in place, whether you're a EHEA, whether it's your estrogen, whether we're fi- trying to fix cortisol, whether we're trying to fix... Well, you want to know that you're actually progressing and turning that, that corner, right? And the yeah. only way you're going to do that is by taking another post, maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe three months, maybe four months, maybe, you know. And the biggest issue that I find with people is that they want everything so quickly, right? It's like, I have to be... How long, you know, if you really, pardon me, if you really fucked up your body this bad, you know, spending years of of PED abuse, because some of them is just years of PED. I mean, I've heard some stories. We're going to dive a little bit into that. And then you expect somebody to come in with a magic wand and fix all your markers in two weeks. It's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, It's It's the same thing. You got to retest, whether it's Dutch test, GI map, it's the same thing as GI map. You need to do it before. You're going to have to do it again after you've went through a 12 to 20 week protocol. It's just part of the game and that's something where i have to explain to everyone they're always like well they always hear the thing oh i gotta take a step back to move two or three steps forward i don't teach it that way i explain it of what's the fastest way to get from point a to point b when you're driving interstate that's also one of the most dangerous roads you can drive on where are all the roads interstate right. because we're going as fast as possible people are speeding through so what i think about when i explain it to people is we're actually just going to take a quick exit Go through I'm from West Virginia and Virginia. So we're gonna go through the mountains of West Virginia, take a little bit longer. Maybe the scenic route, we're still gonna get there, but it's gonna be in a safer way. And you're gonna pick up a few things up along the way, whether you work with me or move on to, on your own. So it's kind of how I like to explain. I'm gonna, to people, I'm gonna take that
0: exit. I'm gonna change my oil. I'm gonna change my yeah. tires. I'm gonna, yep. I'm gonna fix everything, make sure my car is optimal so that I can get back on and go even faster, right? Yeah, that, that's exactly. really that's really the case. I have yep. I have a case right now. Um, I literally took them on four weeks ago and um he was he was he's uh he works in the correction uh uh, i think he works corrections if i'm mistaken but his cortisol levels were he wasn't sleeping well he wasn't sleeping well weight was stagnant he had some digestion issues and basically what we did is we we basically i told him straight out like look we're gonna fix all your markers first okay um i want you to donate blood this is my pattern when i see certain things and he feels better. Like his sleep is better, and then his digestion. He had, he got a stomach flu, so we had to like literally said, "Look, we cranked up his food up to like from 200 carbs all the way to almost 430, and the guy never shifted a pound. I mean, he was still at 230, right? So we're doing the reverse. Right? So I'm right now even, and this is and this is for people to know. This is for a cut. So now, why am I really adding more food on a weekly basis on a cut, right? people why because people that don't know the first thing is like I w- i'm i, w- I want to cut like well, why are you feeding me so much food if i'm cutting well i'm reversing you to get you as high as possible let you sit there and marinate for a little bit we have something to pull from exactly so my goal he's eating about 3500 calories right now his his sleep has improved and now his digestion improved now we we continue to push more food try to get him into 40 4,000, 4100 as high as we can before his digestion takes takes a hit then we yep. pull back and then starting at 40 he's like about six feet probably six one, 230 pounds he's been 230 pounds every week since we added more and more food yep. why we are doing it right now he could have said man i've been doing this for five weeks and i'm not even starting my cut why we're doing it right
1: we're doing he's most likely recomping at the same time like that, that's the other thing like that's where i tell people the weight is just bullshit like excuse my french but that's The last number we pay attention to. You can look at pictures, look at measurements, do everything else, look and see what your fasting and fed blood glucose is. If all those markers are staying the same while you're feeding up, if you're performing in the gym and making those progressive overload improvements, we're going in the right direction. We want to be going. I think people just sign up with a coach. Oh, you're just going to take me to point A, point B. No, most likely if you're a good coach, you're going to do some sort of priming phase beforehand. And a priming phase can be anywhere from two weeks all the way up to 20 weeks depends on what the hell you got going on.
0: I I always prime. I I lost a client because I wouldn't cut her right off the bat. And she's like, you put me on a cookie diet. I said, it's not a cookie diet. Trust me, you're 228 pounds, five, three female. And I started you at 1400 calories because your metabolism is absolutely shit. Right. It wasn't a cookie diet. It was something you think that I'm going to feed a female that's fit 1400 calories. That's like eating, that's bikini competitor, like food, like when she's prepping, right? I had a, I I remember, I'm remembering right now, I think Stephanie, one of the, an IFBB pro said my my left glute eats 1400 calories, something like that, right? Because most people when they're they're obese and and let's call it what it is, she was obese. And I said, keep in mind, this is something I actually really good for for coaches and people to know. She's like, well, I don't want to eat the same thing every day. And I said, well, you don't have to, but you can flex diet, but I don't think you're there because you didn't get to being five two, 230 pounds by, by understanding discipline. Okay. And and I'm very blunt. I mean, I'm yeah. blunt with my, with people like, and, and I get criticized sometimes like you're a little harsh. I'm blunt because I'm so, I, I think I posted. it. like, I'm so sick and tired of people like being so soft on some people that some people sometimes need some, some real love yeah. and I'm trying to be nice, but at the same time, like, you went to your doctor and your doctor looked at your A1C, which you're borderline diabetic, right? And he didn't even tell you anything. I'm doing things a little bit at a time because if I put too much food on you, you're not going to be able to eat it all, number one. You're going to get frustrated and you're going to quit it. So everything is gradual. I don't treat you the same way that I treat anybody else. Well, I don't eat eggs. I don't eat yogurt. I don't eat blueberries. I don't eat oats. I don't eat chicken. I don't eat meat. So what do you eat? How, how in the world did you get to 228 yeah. pounds? Right? Yeah. So it's like, if you're not willing to put in the work and understand, she was with me for three weeks and she was tapping out. And I'm like, you first face, you need to understand discipline. You need to understand being on any a food on a consistent base. I have girls right now I have two clients that are total badasses, Gen pop. Okay. But they have realized that they eat the same thing every day. Every meal is white rice with vegetables and ground beef. And yep. that works for them. That's six meals, all of, including breakfast. And I said, well, why are you eating that for breakfast? You don't have to. We can, we can change some stuff. Around. I, said, I figured out that that works for me. Yep. It makes it easy. I said, you've learned discipline six months. She's down 50 pounds. Yep. Now, she wasn't, she wasn't like small. She was a bigger lady, but she runs L-Carnitine. She exercises on protocol the way that I have her. She's been with me for six months. She's lost 50 flipping pounds, I think 49, um, in six months. And people are like, 49 pounds in six months? 49 pounds is a lot of weight. Yeah. It's a lot of fat, right? Because we're not targeting weight. We're targeting body fat. Correct. Yep. And it's huge. So the message that I'm trying to get to with people is like, understand that this is a journey. This is your journey. Okay. And people need to understand that sometimes you need to go back and not even back, but you need, kind of like what you say, you need to go sideways, exit the road, fix all those markers in order to continue. And if you're not willing to put in the work, then don't, don't get a coach because you're just wasting money.
1: Yeah. And I think the other thing is they just, they got to change their expectations. So like if I have someone like that, it may be something like this and I have to really baby some people along and that's fine. But we also, I also explain, Hey, I'm just teaching you the foundations. That means let's hit a protein goal every day, the rest of the day, eat whatever you want, but split that over four meals. Let's hit a water goal every day. Let's hit a small sub goal every day. Once you do that for four weeks, now we'll move forward. But I also explained to them, Don't expect to make any true, true progress towards what you're wanting until you've actually nailed down all of the foundations and you're doing that on a consistent basis. It's like building a house. Every day you're laying a perfect brick. Eventually, if you lay enough perfect bricks, you're going to have a perfect house. But if you're laying one perfect brick, next one, you lay a shitty brick and then you're altering back and forth, you're going to have no foundation. That house is going to fall the fuck down. You're not going to get anywhere. It's, It's just seesawing. And that's where we see that yo yo dieting and everything else.
0: Yeah, I think consistency. And I learned that from my coach uh, that I had before. He actually, because I would actually gain 30 pounds and then I would lose 30 pounds and then I would gain 15 pounds. And it's like, now I'm, this is me. This is like constantly just, this is it. I either get a little bit bigger or fuller with carbs, but every year I'm improving. I've, there's not one year over the last four years, I, I would say maybe five that have actually gone backwards. And I can say, yeah. you know what? I'm fatter than I was last year. Why? Consistency. I have learned the foundation, the, the pinnacle of success, what I call it, nutrition, hormone balance, supplementation. That's really what it is. Digestion. Actually, digestion is, is, is key. I actually put digestion. I think most people neglect digestion more than anything. And I think that you are. People say you are what you eat. I don't, I don't believe that. You are what you absorb.
1: Yeah, it's what you eat. It's what you digest. That's what you partake. If you don't absorb day. it. If,
0: if you don't absorb it. I have digestion have as a reflex. And my absorption is not really that great. Right, so I have to go back and fix that because I can put as much food as I can, but if I'm not absorbing it, I can tell the difference. Yeah. You can tell the difference when you're absorbing good nutrients in or not, right? Yeah. But anyway, that's that's good stuff. I'm glad that we started on that. Let's start. Let's let's talk a little bit about uh, let's talk about your your experience with Peds, and then we'll dive a little bit into insulin sensitivity and insulin resistance, what protocols you use to fix it. But I'm interested in your experience. Like we had a little bit of a pre. Uh, pre uh, podcast yeah. here and, and discuss a little bit about your experience on pets so tell me when you started what was it like and just go for it
1: so like i said like again 500 tests five, uh, fifty d ball your kickstart type thing nothing i would ever prescribe now but again this was seven eight years ago i was 19 or 20 did that and during that time cruising wasn't a thing either you come on you come off and the way of coming off back then, at least what I was taught, was just some Novadex. And I can tell you, it doesn't work when you're 19 or 20. And next time I do blood work, Tess was in the fucking gutter. And I've been on TRT ever since. But from there, it just continued to go up even more. Like at the time, I was working with some different coaches, or one in particular from about 16 to 22. Great. Right. So it's more so what he was giving me, he was learning from other coaches. Um, per se, so it was just passed down, similar to like what it is with just about everything. So back then, I wasn't really learning much. It wasn't until I started branching out, talking to guys like Austin Stout. He's one of my best friends. He's best man at a wedding. Oh, was um, he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah he's one Austin. of my best friends. I've had Austin. Austin's he's a whiz, man. Yeah, he's very really sharp. Man. Yeah. So talking to guys like him, uh, talking to guys like Scott Stevenson, Joe Jeffrey, another good one, and. It just continued to go from there, but that helped me with clients. That wasn't helping what was going on in here, what I want to do. My goal was, Hey, I wanted to win nationals overall at 25. That was always my goal. That's what I always told everyone. That's a huge fucking goal for anyone, but I'm someone that's all in, all out. And I just want to be in, be in, get out, be done and go from there. Um, But back then it was very miniscule stuff. It'd be something like 600 tests, a little bit of EQ and, I would alternate maybe Mastron on 150 four weeks and the next four weeks do like trend acetate. That would be like a very smaller cycle. That's a lot for like what I do for myself now, just be on TRT. What happened was it took a car accident for things to go downhill. And I've touched on this a few times if anyone follows me, but essentially school bus pulled out in front of me, hit it going 65, died at the scene, had to be resuscitated, Ooh. uh, had an arterial rupture and laceration had surgery was supposed to be out from training for a year due to torn tricep, uh, ruptured MCL had to do, uh, wasn't going to have full function of my hand or anything ever again. Mm-hmm. And from there, that's when I was under the impression, well, shit, I don't want to lose all this progress. I'm just going to take as much shit as I can while I'm recovering. And that's what I did. Blasted a bunch of tests. Um, Took a bunch of de- uh, Decca, took a bunch of D ball, and just stayed on it. And when you say whole, a bunch, it's a bunch. <laughs> it's like a gram of test and like a gram of Decca. Oh my God. And like hundred D ball, and, and that obviously I knew that's not smart, but that was me. Where you're coming from, a kid that was 120 pounds his whole life, and when you're 220, finally, like, it, that's not much for a 22 year old, but that was a lot for me. That's 100 pounds more than I was like all through high school and college. How tall are you? Tra- How
0: tall are you, Trey? Uh, I'm only 5'7". Yeah, you're about my age, yeah. Yeah.
1: So, like, that was a lot for me. Like, that just was because it took a lot of fucking food and training and everything to get there that I didn't want to lose it all. Well, that whole time I did lose it. Like, went from 220 down to 170. Yeah. From there, okay. I probably couldn't train from February until August. Decided, okay, I'm going to get back into it. Health was terrible. Like, CRP through the roof everything was bad and again back then that was in 2017 things are drastically different now in terms of like what everybody looks at with blood work and everything back then it was more like just your metabolic panel CBC basic bullshit and And, um it took me getting ready for a show and um first show I had reached out um to a couple different coaches and worked with them essentially we ended up doing a six-week prep because I was already lean. It just was small as shit. That prep, it was uh, 350 test probe, 700 trend, 700 master on. And then the AIs were pretty aggressive. It was 2.5 megs every other day. And then one Dude. milligram of ADEX every day.
0: Woo. Yeah. So just for, for, for you listeners that are listening, uh, that are trying to uh, maybe dive into PEDs, that is not something we recommend
1: <laughs> 100%. percent Uh,
0: that is not for the novice, and that may not even be for people in general. Uh, you nope. know, I, I always say trend is poison. Um, have I done it? Yes, I've done it. Um, did my body react to it? Yes, I was a total fuck mess with Trend, and I wasn't running nearly where you were running. So yeah. um, the, the 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 word that we're trying to, I guess with a message that we're trying to relay is um. We all have done some stupid shit. (laughs) I have, and I got really sick. Uh, So now my approach is much like Trace. I'm I'm completely different. I always tell people, am I the biggest? No. Am I the strongest? Nope. Am I the the leanest? Nope. But I'm healthy. And I'm pretty damn happy with my physique. And I run 200 milligrams of test. Uh, I love Primo. So I rotate sometimes. I do run Primo. I just started HGH uh, at five IUs. Uh, which is a little bit high. Yep. Um, it's not an anti-aging, but I'm doing it because I'm having ACL reconstruction on Tuesday. So yep. I wanted to start early. I can definitely tell you, if you don't run HEH from a growth standpoint as a bodybuilder, if you're not willing to spend the money and run four to five IUs, don't run it. It's, yep. it's, it's a game changer when you're running the right dosages. Two IUs is great for, for anti-aging, but you're not going to see the muscle or, or the fullness or the, the, the gains that you want to see by running two IU's, so don't be misconstrued. Uh, but that, that's that's my protocol, and then I run yeah. my, my supplement line. I literally, I'm a diehard believer that you can do a lot. I run peptides, I run lr three, which I'm a big fan of. Uh, I I ran insulin, but when I'm cutting, you know, I'll do one or two IU's with L carnitine in the morning for my cardio. I mean, I do those little things. Now people are like, oh my god, you run insulin? I run one or two IU's in the morning. Maybe I'll run three, I use four, I use pre-workout. It depends on what phase I'm in. But understand that there's responsibilities that come with that. I don't run, you know, 500 or 600 of anything. This is it, yeah. you know, and I'm, I'm much older than Trey. So, so longevity is the, the main game for me. I don't know what it is for you, but for, mm-hmm. for my clients, I tell them, they get excited because when I got a client that it's, he's awesome. He's like, I want to do this. I'm like, relax. We're going to do things responsibly and we're going to, we are going to do what you want to do, but we're going to add compounds a little little bit at a time, but you're not going to add compounds the way that you think we're going to add compounds. I don't, I'm not going to run you at 800 milligrams of Mastron. I'm not going to run you at, I'm not because I am doing you a disservice and that goes against what I stand for, right? I'm not saying that it's bad for everyone. I'm just saying that it's been, it's it's very well published. The more pets you run, you're cutting into your life cycle.
1: Yep. hundred percent what
0: it is. yeah. So so you were running 700 milligrams. How was your sleep? Talk to me a little bit about that.
1: So back then, it was dog shit. I, it always is. I mean, what people forget is what is trend affecting. It's directly affecting your neurotransmitters. Yeah. It's directly serotonin, depleting um, serotonin. Yep. So like, even though you could be taking your 5-HTP pre-bed, doing some theanine pre-bed, it's well, not going to help when you're at that dosage. No. Even it didn't help me. Go, and that was,
0: I was running. What was I running? Uh, I got up to two... 215 i think at that time and i was running 300 i wasn't even running like super 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 high yeah. but it's so powerful such a powerful drug i wasn't like an, I, I was laying on my floor like i would not be able to sleep i was literally like this all the time that was moody as fuck. Yeah. i was what angry I
1: as fuck well see with me well you, you gotta remember i was doing that estrogen was non-existent because i was alternating days arimidex and letra back and forth was that was one hundred percent not needed? I don't use AIs with anyone. I'm you're very dry as you. You were dry as hell, right? You were super. Yeah. Good. yeah, I was beyond ready, and it was one of those things. Like we did that. It was fifteen yo in the morning, and then at noon, and then it was fifty ECA in the morning and it in the evening, and then you're doing Clint at the same time. And it's all of that at once, so you're not able to sleep. Like no matter what you're doing, and that's not even with the orals. Like the orals at the time with this coach was uh, 150 Winnie a day, 60 Halo a day, um, 150 to 200 Proviron a day. You've got hundred Anavar a day. It's grams of this shit. Now I will say I was the driest and leanest I've ever been the last four weeks of that prep. Like we actually picked a show two weeks beforehand because I just told them, listen, dude, I'm not going to be able to fucking make it. Like I can't even get up to walk around. And it's not like, Hey, you're angry basically the way it was with like, she's my wife now. But back then when we were just dating, I would get up and I was only coaching, get up and do cardio, do posing for 30 minutes, send a video and pictures to the coach. All right, this is what we're going to eat today. And then go home and I would do a couple programs and I would just stare at the wall because when your estrogen's tanked, when your neurotransmitters are fucked up, you're not emotional. You're not there. And I'm very in my bubble and, uh, tunnel vision at that point. And that's what it was all day. And, um, and that's essentially what the prep was. Like, I'm sure it was probably four plus grams easily. Often I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, wow. way past that. And that was normal. Like that is normal for like what a lot of these coaches do. Oh,
0: No doubt for a, for a, for 100%. a professional bodybuilder. That's yeah. not well, at the time,
1: dude, I was, I should have been a middleweight. I was 178 pounds on stage. Wow. That's someone that does not need that much, especially at 23 years old, like, yeah. because at the same time, Synthol is being recommended. And I used it because again, you're a 20th year old and anyone can say it until you're about 25 or so, you're still developing in your brain. Like you still are. And you're going to do whatever's necessary. Wait, to- into, wait until you're 35. You can, you can up that age. You just say, <laughs> you're, you're
0: going to say, you don't start, you don't start to until you're 30. And then you're
1: 40. You're like, maybe 35. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was like my first, like, that's when I really started getting hardcore in this stuff. And, What ended up happening is it created a mental addiction to it. And I've talked about this numerous times in the past. It literally did turn into addiction because this was never anything I give to a client. Example for a client is we do like a titration method. We find a test dose that works for you. We work it up till you can handle the aromatization. I'm very, I want you to have estrogen. That's cardioprotective. It helps with libido and sex drive. It helps with IGF. That's something I want in there. Then we can add in things like Primo or Masteron based on Budget or maybe both, both of them are going to have different effects. Like Primo is going to have a higher protein expression, Mastron is going to help more neurologically as well, but it's going to balance that ADE ratio. And we can kind of play with there do, before do we you get really into run.
0: Else. Do, you, do you really recommend? Because when I was on Mastron, I didn't need an AI.
1: So do you no, do you, I've, I've never, I it's probably been five years or so since I've recommended AI for anyone. And that was just someone that he refused to not use one. It was one of those things like use a half a milligram of ADEX twice a week like
0: monday yeah. I, I run i run 0.5 but what where i notice it and I, i'm i'm literally only on trt that's all i run i don't run yeah i, I want to run primo but i'm not running primo right now uh i'm forcing myself because i want to i want to try the ie the hgh protocol that i have right now with igf lr3 uh, although some people say hey run it with insulin instead yep. uh tit for tat uh i am a big fan of igfl gflr 3 and i can tell the big difference only thing that i notice, even with five i use and i get really lethargic yep I,
1: i'm like really like i want to well, look see- at your blood glucose see where it's at
0: yeah um, i it, that's another thing and i I'm, i can push more carbs no doubt but going back to what, what i was saying is um it's it's important to understand the correlation of drugs and in in, in in how it affects people because yep. i run 200 million as a test and I can tell, and this happens to me, and I talked to, to my previous coach, and he doesn't know why, but I can tell when I work out, my nipples will start hurting a little bit. Yep. And that to me, that means my estrogen is actually probably spi- is, is spiking upward, even at 200 milligrams. So the the, moral, the, well, the reason why I'm saying it, the moral of the story is, like, everybody's a little different.
1: So yeah, even like, at- I can give you an example. Like, um, with, like, the nipple sensitivity thing, if you're someone that just has gyno present, it doesn't matter where your estrogen is at. you can have a flare up and this is, I can't provide you any research on this, but I can tell you with my gyno, with other coaches I've talked to, no matter where our estrogen is at, we can have a flare up. I can tell you anytime I was stressed out at the time, my gyno would randomly flare up and my estrogen stays non-existent. It stays oh, wow. at I didn't know up. that. I didn't know th- I you didn't know th- that. So it had an effect on your, on your, on your, on your, on your gyno, on your estrogen. Again, I have no research. That's all anecdotal, but any of my clients or any people I've talked to, I've seen flare-ups at any time and it has nothing to do with it. I've even had guys like, because marijuana can affect estrogen as well. Right. Again, I can't provide the research for it, but there is a fact where they would have gyno flare-ups from smoking pot and doing edibles or anything. So, or just THC in general would affect it. So like something like that, like that's where we go back to is the inter-individuality. So like with me, I can only run tests for TRT. If I give someone a cruise, I more so call it athletic or sports HRT. That means if it's 300, we have that 300 max um, dose we can run, but that doesn't mean it just has to be testosterone. That can be 150 tests, 100 prima. That can be 150 tests, 100 master on. If we're running certain phases, maybe we do something like this. It might be 150 uh, tests, 50 mass and 50 trinase. Very little, but we're doing enough for that. It'd be more like a recap type phase. Before, yeah. Let me, let me
0: ask you a question on that because I think it's the biggest misconception. And I'm i am with you 100% on this. Um, the biggest, and I talk to a lot of my guys, and I, I, I don't coach as many people as you do because I've run – other businesses as well i'm just swamped and i always say I, i'll tap i'll tap out a 10 that's it that's my that's my number I, I just i will be doing you a disservice if i take more people on because i just would not be able to, to dial you in properly and pay attention to you the way that you deserve um but i have a, I run how many girls do i have i have four girls and six 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 girls and four guys and four of my guys two of them they want to go on certain certain uh, PEDs like Primo. They're like, well, I read that you have to run Primo at 700 to 800. And I think that's a misconception. Yeah. I think that you can get results
1: from Primo at 100 to 200 milligrams. Uh, they say the same thing about EQ. I don't run EQ with anyone, but they say the same thing about any drug.
0: I, I You know what? I, I I, will take Primo over anything, including tests. Yep. If I could go on TRT Primo, I, I, I would. But you need the estrogen uh so that's the reason why i think it's a great idea for you to do to, to, to uh, compound with test test is yeah. always the base i i i i don't know if you, if you do the same thing test yeah for, so they, like it's about like
1: sports or hrt type, type thing i have guys that can run that me i don't aromatize where the shit i can't do that half and half combo like i do with some people i have to just run tests and even at like a gram of test, i don't aromatize enough to do it again even, even with a gram huh I've never had to run heavy AIs except wow. for like at the end of prep. That right. was just one of those things coaches tell you to do. And like again, like that was back then, like where I was like, I'm I've paying this guy, I'm gonna listen to him. Like he gets people to the Olympia stage, he gets people peeled, he's known for making freaks. Like, I'm just gonna listen to the guy and go on away. And it's like I don't go by that with clients. Like maybe for like estrogen, you got the master on thing that balances the ADE ratio. You've got something like dim and calcium deglucurate to help with uh, estrogen metabolism. You have um, other things you can do as well, but like basically simple it out. It's just most people only need tests, some mass or primo one or the other. I go more by what we have studies on now. So what everyone is talking about now that all of a sudden every coach does, this is stuff like, Myself, Austin Stout, Joe Jeffries, a lot of us have been talking about for a long time is going by that stuff. Um, but still, like it is inter-individuality. It's like same thing with like EQ at the time, even before, like that's demonized now just because of kidney stuff. If I had someone that had anxiety issues, even though not everyone gets anxiety from it, I'm still not going to run the risk of running something they're going and get anxiety. It's going to affect okay. me. Uh, same I, thing. I, I, if, I don't want like, to. I don't really, I ran EQ and it's okay.
0: I just don't recommend it because I just think that you can run Primo yep. and, get, and get better results with Primo. And not only that, but your blood, your red blood cells are going to elevate.
1: Yep. So that's back to the like blood viscosity thing. Yeah. Like and, that's and another I, reason.
0: And if you're over 35 or 40, I, I, I will tell my clients, you know, you're 35. I don't, don't run EQ, but why I heard I need to run 800. Number one, you don't need to run 800 of anything. Number one, um, you know, you can make gains. now are you looking i always tell these guys uh, and and i guess i'm like um i don't know what to call it i am that that voice that goes into their head because they're reading a lot of stuff that uh are on forums that you need to run 800 of this i'm like are you planning to go on to the olympia stage are you planning to be a pro at 45 analyze your life and how much does it really matter to you to be a 45 bodybuilder and run all these compounds that could hurt your life. Okay. You, you have 25 year olds that are dying, literally okay. dying, right? Mm-hmm. So analyze where you wanna be. And I'm not, I'm not judging you and I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you, I wanna be the voice of reason, okay? And you can make, you can improve your physique right now with 200 million as a test, 200 million as a primo, if you want later on, you could throw 50 milligrams of anavar if you are lean enough. I don't really like to run people on anavar unless you're yeah. really lean. Like, well, what about winstrol? I'm not a big winstrol fan. Like, I'm not unless you're going on stage. What for? Like, it's no, a it's polisher. True. It's really like I, I don't. I think that it has more more bad effects than good to be honest with you. Unless you're going on stage, and I keep it to the basics: peptides, uh, lr three, and the, that's what I. That's really what I don't even master on when people. Yeah. That's really what that's really the, the and then food. I think people put so much emphasis on on PEDs and not enough on food. Yep. If you're running the, those levels of PEDs, you're not correlating to food, you're doing
1: yourself a disservice. Yep, 100 agree. Yeah, most of my guys spend more time cruising off 75% of the year and maybe the other 20, 25% actually running a cycle. That's just how it is. You're gonna, and also my guys are they know how it is, they've talked to me enough the the peds are just icing on the cake that's all it is is, don't get me wrong you
0: can tell the difference it helps there's no doubt no doubt that once you you know how it is if you
1: have someone new they think that's going to make or break you and it isn't regardless it's just not going to make or break you now don't get me wrong you can get there faster but way faster no doubt it's not making or breaking you it for most people at least most people mean you are helping they're not competitors. I, again, I help some competitors, but that's not all I'm trying to help. I am more just everything. I'm, a little, bit more, coach. I'm
0: a little bit more. I don't really take competitors. Like I'll, yeah. I'll put them onto my other coaches that are doing competitors because they're not even my coach. they they just have their own coaching companies. They're yeah. not either my athletes or people that, that I work with. Uh, because number one, I'm, I don't believe I'm that good when it comes to like peaking someone. I can, I can yeah. do it. I'm just not at that elite level where I think that they would benefit from me. I- yeah,
1: like mine, they spend more time in the offseason. Like most of my guys can't make it to the stage, and it's just a, they're mentally not ready. And most of my guys will, hey, I'm, I want to go on stage. Those same guys have been with me for two or three years now. They still haven't gotten on stage because they're not ready. Like you, you don't need to rush. Like there's no reason, and you're not getting anything. Oh, Jim
0: Pop, I, I, my, my preference is that athlete guy. Like I want to say like myself, yep. right? Um, somebody that wants to look good at 40, 30, whatever age you are, where yep. I can actually bring in some of the protocols that the pros use into the gen pop. And not the, not gen pop, but that elite guy that wants to, that is willing to, to do things healthy in a healthy manner and make sure that he's doing blood work and make sure that he's doing, uh, you know, using det- our detox for correct, uh, for enzymes, for liver enzymes, our liposomal glutathione, making sure that you're taking care of your body, making sure your vitamins are on point. That's the kind that I really like that competitive guy that is like, Hey, I'm just an avid athlete that wants to look fucking good. Yep. That's that's how most of my guys are. That's my people. Those are my people. Uh, And then I'll take some gen pop that are like, I want to say overweight, but it's not really my bread and butter because I am, I'm too blunt. And and some of those people, they need a lot of hand holding and petting. And that's not who I am. You know, it's like, Hey, look, you're, you got yourself in a place where, um, mentally, physically, whatever whatever's going on. Only you can get yourself out of that hole that you're in. But if you're going to hire me, you're going to trust me, right? And you have to be all in. I, I will tell you exactly, I will take all the thinking out. I just need to execute. Well, can, I, can you change my diet every week? I'm like, no, I'm not gonna change your diet every week. Can we change from thighs to like chicken breast? No, we're not gonna change from thighs to chicken breast, right? I need you to get your, get your head straight. So I'm not really for that person. I don't think I, I'm, I think I'm compassionate, but I get really annoyed by people that look at themselves and they don't take pride and say you know what? My A1C is high. My liver enzymes are skyrocketing. I feel like shit. I look like poop. Like at what point do you take control of your life, your, your own life? You know, when you're ready to take control of your own life, then you can come to me because I will, yeah. I will motivate you. I will tell you what the plan is, and I will want you to execute. But I need you to execute, right? Other than that, that my people are like those people that are like, hey, I just want to run healthy. I want to have health. I want to yeah. run, help my markers to be healthy. I want to, I want to experiment with some stuff. And how do we do it in a healthy manner? That's really what I like. To be honest with you, because because I said again, I'm 44. I'm in better shape at 44 than I was at 28 at 30, right? And it's possible you can still grow muscle at 40, right? Yep. People always say like, "How old are you?" I'm like, "I'm 44," right? Because I don't look 44. You know, I see what 44 what 44 year old guys look like at the gym, right? Yep. And it's because they don't know any better. A lot of people believe that because uh, I'm I'm in my 40s, my libido's tanking, and so and it's just part of life. It doesn't have to be that way. There's solutions out there. There's stuff that there's stuff that doctors don't tell you that you can do in order to improve your daily life. Not meaning competitive bodybuilding, or not meaning you know even running pets. If somebody comes in and say, "I just want to look better," Ron, I had a guy actually he's gonna sign up pretty soon here because like I just I I love what you put out there in terms of your podcast. I love your your material. Your supplements are crazy good. I I just want to look better. And you look at him and like hey, you know what we have some we can you look good. I mean for your age, but we could do better. Right, yeah. we can improve, we can put you on testosterone. We definitely go on HRT because he's 47, right? So, if you're 47. I, I'm just automatically gonna think that hey, you know, you probably need to go on testosterone. Yeah. Like, it, it's almost mandatory for me. Like, yeah. I, I don't say I don't push it on anybody. I'm just saying if you're going to want to be optimal, right? You're gonna want to go on testosterone at 47 because yeah. I guarantee you, you're like in this, you could either 600, 500, 400, or or in, in those little ranges, right? I was uh, 35 when I was reading, I think at 400. And even at 400, which my doctor said, well, you're within range. I wasn't feeling good. Yeah, I just, I my libido tank. And then I went on on, on TRT and it, it, this, I, I've shared the story before. The doctor that I went to, he gave me a gram injection in one day. When heard, I bloated like a balloon. I felt like just just blah, just gross, yeah. right? I said, this can't be right. Guess what would happen after a month? I tanked, like even less. This is like two and a half weeks. I just went, I tanked, right? And I had to wait two more weeks to see him. The guy didn't know yeah. hormones. He didn't know anything about HRT, right? So the message, I guess what I'm trying to say is like, there's ways to be healthy and running some stuff that's gonna make you look better at any age for that matter. Now, yeah. if you have a heart condition, I'm going to tell you straight out, I, I'm not putting you on anything. Like I'm not recommending you to go on anything other than maybe testosterone to make you feel better. And that maybe even a hundred million. Yep. I'm not, I'm not putting you on you no know, master. I'm not putting you on a trend. I'm definitely not putting you on a trend. Like a guy, I, I had a consult with the guys like hey, I'm running 700, 800 million guys of trend. And like, I have this head rush and I have like, I, I get, and I can't even put my head down. Like have my, all the blood flow to my head. I'm like, what, what can I do to fix it? Stop running trend. He said, oh, no, I can't do that. I'm like, <laughs> stop running trend. I don't know, man. I don't know if I can do this. Like, bro, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be blunt. Keep doing what you're doing. You're a hard take away from a heart attack. Nope. That's really what it is. Uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Like, I don't care if you hire me or not. I, I, I guess the message, I don't do this for money. Trey. I, this was never about money for me. When we started, when we started Team Amino, Pure, we started. It was a fucking hobby. I was doing an aerospace job every day, living financially well. This was a hobby, so it was never about. Well, you have to come and sign up. You don't want to work with me. I don't have a problem with it, but if you're going to work with me, we are going to do things right. And you, you take the same approach. You know, it's just you, the second that you said, "Hey, I look at your markers," I'm like, "Man, music to my ears." This guy's like, "That's what I do." It's exactly what I do, but not many coaches do that. Even at the pro levels, not many coaches are doing that. No,
1: nah, no. I mean, it's starting to be more prominent now. Uh, the biggest thing now, everyone's a functional coach, but they don't need to be. They've taken one of Austin's classes or done a bullshit mentorship, and all of a sudden they're a functional coach, coach and they're going to do all that stuff.
0: It takes time. It takes time. Even now, yeah. like I I, I I, say that I can – I I say that I can – because I own, I own a, an HRT clinic. I say that I can look at labs and I can help you fix things, but I would never put myself in a place like Austin. Austin knows a ton. Yeah. I and mean, the guy is just a wealth of knowledge. I'm not there yet, but you know what? I'm continuing to read and continue to educate myself. And not everybody needs a SAR, right? Yep. Some some stuff is, is fixable, very simple, simple stuff, right? SIBO, what yep. a SIBO protocol, leaky gut. You know, we can experiment with leaky gut. We can do some acid reflux stuff, you know, and help you that way. Right, But there's some cases that are just like we. And at that point, I'm looking at a Dutch test and I'm like, well, you're, it seems like you have adrenal fatigue. Your circadian rhythm is flipped. DHEA is high. Progesterone is tanked. Estrogen dominance. Low testosterone. Man, you're really, oh, well, don't forget, liver enzymes are fucked. Your kidneys are bad. Hmm. What else? Is, you know what? You're a clusterfuck. I don't yeah. say it like that. But I'm thinking, my yeah. like, God, you're really in a really bad place. I can help you. But, hey i think you need somebody that's like on another level perhaps and not refer them to somebody else yep. And it's no i want to work with you okay hey, this is what this is what i would do to fix it right because i know enough to, to to manipulate certain things and know exactly and i always talk about peeling people like an onion take one layer let's fix this this and this as you're fixing those and those markers are improving right? We continue to peel that onion until we get you optimal. Don't ask me about cutting or don't ask me about anything until until you're optimal. And what I'm talking about optimal is like digestion, hormones, everything. And most people don't want to do it. Everybody, everybody, Everybody buys into that bullshit about, hey, I need to be this lean and I'm hiring you to cut. I'm like, you're not ready. Why? Look at your, you're a health mess. You're a total health mess. I call it unfuckery. We have to unfuckery you from whatever you did or somebody did to you before. Yep. Everybody's a, you're, you're absolute, everybody's a coach, okay? And and I don't pride myself in being a coach, coach, because I don't have the years of experience that Austin you yourself or even Jason or everybody else has. But I know enough to see fuckery when I when I hear it, yeah, right. And if I can help you, I can help you. And I've helped a ton of people with my, even with my clinic. I'm like, man, I can't help. I can't thank you enough. Like that was simple right so you you everybody hires a coach and they get them lean and they, they throw letrasol, remedex, primo mastron trend d ball test and then after the 12 weeks or 16 weeks of the their show it's like okay i'm done t3 oh my god i had a guy's like yeah. I, i'm completely like i don't know what's going on i feel like it's i'm like let's do a full panel we do a full panel it's like who's your coach and he told me who his coach was a local guy and i'm like your thyroid f- how old are you what were you running? Da, 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 did you? How did you face back? How did you flush? How did you? How did you detoxify your body after your pro show? I mean, there has to be a plan, pre-show, during your show, and post-show. Right? It's like nothing. And he just like said, "Okay, we're done. We're done." Right? So I stopped paying them. So I was like, "Well, you know, were you running T three Yeah." I was like, well, "That's a problem." Did he? Did Did he taper you down? No. Well, there you go. That's part of your problem. Your thyroid's crashed. How do we fix that? Well, let's look at your whole, let's look at the entire thyroid panel, right? What's your TSH? What's your conversion from T4 to T3? Those are the things that people don't do. You know, you see a lot of doctors running T3, T4. uh, You know, they they look at you and they just want to, they're quick to prescribe one pill and they think that that's, that's fixing the problem when in reality, it's just putting a bandage. A bandaid, right? And that's not, that's not really what we do. I know we were going to talk about uh, insulin resistance, but it always works this way where we start rambling into something that's very, a topic of discussion is great, and I, I really enjoy talking to you. So in closing, I know it's getting a little late here. In closing, share with me a little bit about how you handle situations. I know you talked a little bit about your protocols, um, health first, functional side. Uh, talk to me about your company. Tell us a little bit about where we can actually reach out to you in, in, in terms of help, helping as many people as we can. I get a lot of people always asking for referrals on coaches and, cause I don't really take a lot of people, uh, talk, talk, talk to us about, about all that. Where, where are you based at? Are you, are you in the Illinois Chicago area?
1: I'm in Columbus, Ohio. Okay, so.
0: you're in Columbus. Yeah, I know like you're working with Jason, right? Jason Colley. Uh,
1: yeah. Yeah. He used to be my client. Yeah. We've walked, we've worked back and forth. Hopefully he'll jump back on again. We were prepping them and then, um, yeah, busy. So so massive. Jump back. He's he's a big boy. Yeah, he's a freak.
0: He's, he's a freak. big boy. I look at him like man. Uh, he's such a wealth of
1: knowledge when it comes to programming, man. Yeah, he, he's-, yep. he's the guy. Like if anyone wants training, because again, training isn't my that's that's he, that,
0: I do the same thing. Anybody like, that wants, I can do it. Don't
1: get me wrong, but I'm the same go way. To I'm
0: the same way. I, I I can do it, but Jason, the man that he's he's the man.
1: Yeah. He, yeah, when he and we've talked training. about it. like I'll gladly send people to him all the time for training. I'm I'm fine. That's the least important part. But that's his background, me, isn't it? His training, yeah. That's that's his main thing.
0: What about yours? Talk to me about you, where we can
1: get of hold- Um, so I mean, you can reach out at Instagram, basic place, be opposite 23. I don't have a website or anything. I am very no-name, small name guy. Like I stay quiet, I don't post. If you see me post, it's very random because I, I'm being honest, I work a full-time job 40, 60 hours a week on top of coaching, on top of all the money I get from coaching goes straight to continuing to mentorships, uh, hiring other people, consultations and stuff, because I do this for fun. I do it cause I enjoy it. I used to do it full time pre when the world shut down and I need that guaranteed money for me and my wife and like our family, we're trying to start, Beautiful. but me, I mean, you can reach out to me there. I only take on select people. Like I'm taking on more and more as I'm trying to pull back on my job now. Um, But what do I handle? I mean, competitors, again, most people don't get on stage with me because I require most people, yes, spend one year at least with me. I want a year to me actually help you get where you want to be. Functional cases, gut cases. I mainly only help males. I will help some gym pop females. I don't help uh, female like competitors anymore. That's just not my forte. I am not into that. Mm -hmm. Honestly, most of them come to me a mess and they don't want to work on gut health and yeah. stress and adrenals and everything at and the it's end harder of the day
0: females it's harder for females their, yeah. their hormone pathways for females is a whole different animal and like, you really need to understand that the female body because it's not men are easy females are different it's a different yeah. science
1: like i used to do it and again they just don't want to listen like they don't want to pull back and, and that's but, cool but i'm the wrong person for that i want you to pull back um we can do like a quick leaky gut protocol like so usually if someone comes to me we'll do Quick gut protocol, um, get inflammation out, work on the gut lining. But then again, we can touch on this maybe another day. The insulin sensitivity stuff is a big thing. But, yeah, you can reach out through Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm trying to do more lives and Q&As, and I've been talking about doing a podcast for months now. It's just setting the time to get it done.
0: I know, I know. I'm. I, it's funny because people started podcasts and they're like on episode fifty, and I'm like at forty, and I started before them. And I just don't have the time. My bandwidth yeah. is so small right now. Um, just working with different companies, doing a bunch of different things all at once. It just, but that's that's you know, it, it's interesting when I talk to people a lot. Like you, you can tell. I always talk about the the uh, the mental the mental aspect of people that are into fitness industry. You know, I usually hustlers, people that work a lot, people that, yep. that grind, people that are trying to accomplish things, think people that are continuing to learn. And that's my, my our claim is always get people on that are trying to be continue their education because there's always more out there. There's always better. There's always more that you can learn. I myself, I always say, I bring people on. I learn something different every single time I bring somebody that's yep. smarter than I am because I don't claim to be the smartest. Okay. I I have my strengths. I have my weaknesses, but if I can surround myself with people like yourself, people like Austin, people like Jason, people like, um, Jeff, all those people, like I learn something every single day and it makes me that much better for, for the, for people that we support. What I'm trying to do over the next couple of weeks here, I want to put a master's class. I mean, I'm going to invite you to come on board where we have three coaches, uh, that are, that are are a little bit more specialized in, in functional uh, PED and even maybe in training protocols and have about 20 minutes to discuss your topic. And I want and I wanted people to literally ask as many questions and we can dive into answering some questions. And I, I would definitely think people would benefit. I was just on a YouTube, uh, I think two days ago, and we had, this lady has 49,000 followers. We had 2,000 people live streamlining. Uh, um, they were uh, live and I have just so many questions being thrown at me and I couldn't answer all of them. But we were talking about SIBO, biofilm, we were talking about PEDs, we're talking about, you know, primarily how to help people keep healthy. People that were ta- asking me, like, I don't sleep at night. Like I have an issue. Well, what do I do? Like, well, your cortisol level is probably high. We need to do a cortisol AM. Is it like, what's that? It's like that's the kind of people that I really want to help because they're at the very like, I don't know shit phase where we can actually make an impact. And the entire goal of Heart Fact Fitness is making an impact of bridging the gap between health and fitness. That's what we're about. I think that's what you're about. That's what a lot of these coaches are about. And those are the people that I want to really be involved with. Yeah, 100%. Thank you so much for being on. So, you guys know how to reach Trey. Um, Instagram, B Opposite 23. What does the 23 stand for?
1: Uh, I'm just born on the 23rd of December. Ah, it's just been my lucky number always. But yeah, companies B Opposite. So, The way I phrase it is just my goal is anyone that works with me, I want you to be opposite of every other person out there. Someone doesn't want to do their cardio and do their shit. You're going to be opposite. Someone doesn't want to work on the health. You're going to be opposite. That's been my slogan, and that's just like a slogan I've had since I was a wrestler in high school. And, I mean, when I started my business when I was 18, it just has kind of stuck there.
0: Beautiful. Sounds good. Well, thank you so much for being an entree. I apologize for being late. I was busy trying to get my office uh, dialed (laughs) in and all my my employees dialed in. But thank you for making the time to be in here. I hope that you guys enjoy this, this episode. And with that being said, as I always say, family first, God first, actually, family second. Take care of your loved ones. And we are out.